Welcome to PTJ Author Interviews. PTJ Editor-in-Chief Alan Jetty talks with authors about the most interesting and sometimes surprising aspects of their work. And now, Dr. Jetty. Hello. I want to welcome listeners to this PTJ podcast. I'm Alan Jetty, Editor-in-Chief of Physical Therapy, and today I'm delighted to welcome to the podcast Dr. Albert Liu, who is Assistant Professor in the Department of Health Management and Informatics at the University of Central Florida. Dr. Liu and I are going to discuss an article that he and his colleagues are publishing in Physical Therapy entitled, Immediate Physical Therapy Initiation is Associated with a Reduction in Downstream Healthcare Utilization and Costs Among Patients with Acute Low Back Pain. Welcome, Dr. Liu. Thank you for having me. I will begin by doing a brief summary of your study, and then you and I can talk about various questions related to the work. This is a, a very interesting study, the aim of which was to evaluate the impact of receiving physical therapy as well as the timing of physical therapy initiation on downstream healthcare utilization and cost. The study was done with patients with a new onset of low back pain and it was between the years of 2009 and 2013. The focus of the study is in New York State based on a commercial insurance claims data set. There were almost 47,000 patients with acute low back pain, and of those individuals, over 40,000 did not receive any physical therapy, while 6,668 did receive physical therapy. After controlling for patient characteristics and adjusting for treatment selection bias in their analyses, the authors report that healthcare utilization and cost over a one-year period were the lowest among patients who did not receive physical therapy. Among those who received physical therapy, patients receiving therapy within three days of onset were consistently associated with the lowest healthcare utilization and costs over that 12-month period. Is that a fair summary of your work? Yes. In your introduction, Dr. Liu, you note that approximately 20% of patients with low back pain are typically referred to physical therapy by a physician. Interestingly, in your study, only about 14% received physical therapy within 90 days. Any thoughts on, on why you think there was a lower referral pattern in this uh, data set? No, we were not surprised by this number. In the introduction, we cited a study which showed uh, physicians referred 14 to 21 percent of their patients with low back pain to physical therapy in the period of 1999 to 2010. But some patients referred to physical therapy may not actually visit the physical therapies. In our study, we detected the actual use of physical therapy based on insurance claims data and we limited the physical therapy services to those occurred within 90 days after the initial physician visit for low back pain. In other words, we use a very conservative definition of physical therapy utilization. When we look at other claims-based studies, the number is between 7% to 20%, with lower numbers for patients with commercial insurance and Medicare, and higher numbers for Medicaid enrollees 
and the patient is covered by the military health system. Therefore, our number is well in line with the literature. And we need to keep in mind that there are many treatment options for low back pain. One study mentioned that there are more than 200 treatment strategies for patients with low back pain. Your point about you're picking up utilization and not just referrals is a really good one. I had not considered that. Let's talk a little bit about the database that you used. It's a commercial claims and encounter database for the state of New York. And as I understand in reading your paper, about 10% of residents in the state under the age of 65 are captured in that database. Given that, do you have any concerns about the generalizability of the sample for adults less than 65 living in the state of New York? We want to be absolutely clear that what we use in this study is a convenient sample of patients with commercial insurance in New York. We cannot claim the study sample is representative of the general population in New York. When interpreting the results from this study, readers have to keep in mind that patients in this database all had commercial insurance through their employers, and most of them were employed by large employers. On the other hand, the database used in this study did cover a large proportion of the population in New York, and our final sample included 46,000 patients with acute low back pain. We compared our findings from this study with findings from previous studies, and we see fairly consistent results. The pattern we see from this study and some other studies is that among patients with acute low back pain who are referred to physical therapy, immediate and early initiation of physical therapy is associated with a reduction in downstream healthcare utilization and cost. We'll get to that in a minute, but before we talk about the timing finding, I want to talk about your finding that patients who did not receive physical therapy had lower health care utilization and costs compared to those who received PT. However, you note that 25% of the patients who did not receive physical therapy had higher unadjusted annual costs with respect to imaging and opioid medications, injections, and emergency room use. Do you have any thoughts or did you examine how that quarter of the patients who did not receive physical therapy are different from those who had lower costs and not received physical therapy? Because it's a very interesting group of patients. Patients who do not use physical therapy for treating low back pain have remained a black box in the literature. The reviewers and editors suggested us to look into this group, and we did. In the study, we divided the patients into four equal groups of quartiles based on the total low back pain-related costs. We were surprised to see a quarter of the patients without physical therapy had multiple utilization and cost merits higher than the groups of patients with physical therapy. We did not report the characteristics of these patients with high utilization and cost because it was not the focus of the current study. But I did go back to check the data. I noticed that these patients were more likely to be between age 55 to 64. They were more likely to live in non-metropolitan areas, have PPO plans, receive a diagnosis of low back pain from orthopedic surgeons or physiatrists rather than physicians specialized in family practice or internal medicine, have comorbid neck thoracic pain, mental health issues, 
fibromyalgia, hypertension, a higher toxin comorbidity index, opioids, receive five or more diagnosis, use outpatient medications that belong to five or more therapeutic classes in the prior year. The greater variation in healthcare utilization and cost among patients without physical therapy suggests that it's possible to identify a subgroup that may potentially benefit from physical therapy and lower their healthcare utilization and cost. I think future studies can focus on patients with these characteristics, such as those with more comorbid conditions, and conduct clinical trials to compare the outcomes, healthcare utilizations, and costs of patients who receive immediate physical therapy versus oral care. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I think that would be a really interesting follow-up study to the work that you and your colleagues have done. Let's move on and talk about the timing of physical therapy services, because that's another part of your study that I thought was quite fascinating. Among the patients who received physical therapy, over 2,000, about 30 to 31 percent, received physical therapy immediately, which you had defined as within three days after the index uh, event. I have to say that surprised me because in reading your article, it's quite clear there's other research that shows immediate referral to physical therapy has real advantages, yet the majority are not receiving therapy that quickly. Any, any thoughts you want to share on that finding? We were surprised to a certain extent when we see this number. You know, none of the previous population-based studies reported the percent of patients who started physical therapy within three days. Uh, the number of 30.8% is high to us in a positive way. It's pretty encouraging to see this group of patients received a referral and started a physical therapy within three days. When I was referred to see a specialist recently, the clinic did not call me until a week later. When they called me, I was offered an appointment four weeks down the road. Previous studies reported that between 53 to 59% of patients started the physical therapy within 14 days. The number for our study is 64%, a little bit higher but reasonable. These numbers indicate that a majority of patients who received the physical therapy referral studied the treatment within two weeks. You know, this is sooner than what's recommended by clinical practice guidelines, which recommend a patient self-care before considering referral for physical therapy. Yeah, you make really good points. But the data from your study is suggesting quicker is probably better. But I can see the challenges in doing it that quickly. You also noted in your paper that the patients who received physical therapy within that three-day window were more, more likely to be living in uh, metropolitan areas, be enrolled in a PPO plan, to have seen a physical medicine and rehab physician for their low back pain and suffered from neck pain, thoracic pain, or fibromyalgia in the prior year. And they were less likely to have comorbid hypertension and opioids. So clearly they're different. Any thoughts on how these patients are different from those who receive therapy later on in their episode? I think it's helpful to mention Addison's behavioral model of how services use when we look at these factors. This conceptual model recognizes that health services use 
is determined by predisposing, enabling, and need factors. Living in metropolitan area may mean more physical therapies around where the patients live and shorter travel times to physical therapies. It's also more likely for patients in metropolitan area to have a delivery system that can process referrals in a more timely manner compared with the healthcare systems in non-metropolitan areas, such as rural areas. Having PPO plans may represent more choices of providers for the patient. It has been uh, well documented that uh, physician specialty greatly influences physical therapy referrals. Physical medicine physicians or physiatrists may be more familiar with the physical rehabilitation services and are more likely to have a network of physical therapies to refer their patients to. In short, uh, living in metropolitan areas, having PPO plans, and seeing a physiatrist appear to be enabling factors for timely physical therapy initiation. Having comorbid neck, thoracic pain, fibromyalgia in the prior year may be predisposing factors, and a patient with such conditions may have attitudes and knowledge that facilitate physical therapy utilization. By contrast, having hypertension and opioid prescription may represent patient needs that hinder the timely access to physical therapy. Such conditions may occupy patients and delay their use of physical therapy. I'm glad you mentioned the Anderson model because I think it does fit very nicely with this topic and it's it's something I think would also deserve uh, future research and investigation. You know, the patients who received physical therapy within three days in your study had the lowest opioid medication use, the lowest emergency room use, the lower pain medication, advanced imaging, and non-low back pain-related costs. Pretty impressive. And given such findings from your sample, which was a population-based sample, do you agree that physicians should be considering referring patients to physical therapy more quickly? I think that's a great question. I actually read the management strategies of acute low back pain up to date and the Dynamed Plus. Physicians are not referring patients with low back pain to physical therapy immediately because we don't have all the evidence to support such a practice yet. With our study and some previous studies, there is a strong evidence indicating shortening the interval between acute low back pain diagnosis and physical therapy initiation can lower downstream healthcare utilization and cost of patients with low back pain who are referred to physical therapy. We are pretty comfortable with the current evidence to suggest that for these patients who are referred to physical therapy, efforts should be made to reduce the delay in the referral process. But we are not ready to say all patients with acute low back pain should start physical therapy within three days. Clinical trials in the past have now clearly demonstrated a clinically significant improvement in patient outcomes such as disability and pain intensity in patients with acute low back pain in general. I think future clinical trials need to compare immediate physical therapy versus Eurocare among patients with acute low back pain and who are more likely to incur healthcare utilization and cost. Yeah, I would totally agree. Trying to identify the subgroup that would most benefit from early therapy is probably the way to go. At the end of your article, you make a really good point about the economic costs here. 
you point out that 72% of patients reporting low back pain have acute onset, and then you multiply the net cost difference between immediate therapy and later initiation by the number of potential affected patients, you and your colleagues estimated a cost savings of over $7 billion per year nationwide. That's a pretty impressive number. No, I agree. That's a very impressive number, but I want to stress that this estimate is the result of a back-of-envelope analysis. It's based on the assumption that all patients who are referred to physical therapy can start a treatment within three days. In reality, too many factors can cause a delay between the diagnosis of acute low back pain and the initiation of physical therapy. For example, after the phys- physician makes the referral, there may be no physical therapy appointment available for the patient within three days. Low back pain is a very common and uh, costly condition, and we have to move forward in the right direction to reduce the associated economic burden of this condition. To change the current physician referral patterns, we first need to broadly disseminate the research findings that we have. That is, uh, the delay between the diagnosis of acute low back pain and the physical therapy lead to a higher downstream healthcare utilization and cost, and it should be minimalized. On the other hand, more research is needed to fill the gap in our knowledge. What type of patients should receive physical therapy immediately to achieve better outcomes and lower overall healthcare costs? And here I want to mention the Spine Clinic at the Virginia Medicine Medical Center in Seattle, Washington. The Spine Clinic offers same-day appointments with the physical therapists and physiatrists to all patients with uncomplicated low back pain. You know, patients seen at the clinic have less absenteeism, fewer imaging tests, and fewer specialists with it while reporting higher level of patient satisfaction than those receiving standard treatment. But it's important to notice that this program was developed in collaboration with large employers in Seattle and the goal of the program is to reduce overall healthcare utilization and cost while improving employee productivity. The trade-off between immediate physical therapy initiation and unnecessary MRI tests and other services can only be achieved under a value-based payment model. I'm glad you mentioned the Virginia Mason example because I think it's a really good illustration of the kinds of changes that would need to be made to address the kinds of barriers that you've mentioned in our discussion. Well, I want to thank you, Dr. Liu, for taking the time to talk about your research uh, with me today. I really enjoyed our discussion, and, and I appreciate publishing your valuable work in PTJ. Thank you very much, and I look forward to seeing future work. Thank you very much. My great pleasure to talk with you.